Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. We got me, Josh, and Bill uh, there for this week. I, you know what, I'm going to start it off this week with, we're just going to talk about what's going on right now with Aaron Judge. Um, he hit 60. He's at 60 by right now. Um, they are playing the game right now. It is, what, 6-1 to one against the Pirates. They're up middle of the sixth. Top of the sixth. Top of the sixth. Okay, thank you. We are on Judge Watch. Uh, if something happens during this podcast and Judge hits a home run, we will announce it. Um, but I have to say this. We talked about it last week. Uh, I know, Josh, you weren't on. I asked Dylan, is this the true record? I want to get your quick thoughts on that. If he beats it. Let's say that. I'll say it that way. Not saying he will, he won't, but if he beats it, is it going to be the true record, in your opinion? I think it's really hard to erase history, even if that history is tainted. Um, I mean, don't we see that in all aspects of life as well yeah. outside of sports? Um, however, it doesn't mean that we don't put an asterisk in, um, that we don't say, you know, like the the greatest non-steroid era because if we say the steroid era started at a certain time and ended a certain time um because you know bonds his record i believe is tainted with steroids now granted maybe make the counter argument like how many pitchers were using steroids at the time um and i, I think the one problem gosh like i i'm a yankees fan i want to say that yes it should be the record um I think the I think Bond's record should have an asterisk, but like, okay, you know, yesterday as we're recording on Wednesday, you know, Tuesday night, Judge hits a home run, he ties Babe Ruth. Well, like, can we be honest and say that Babe Ruth was only playing against white guys? Like, <laughs> does, you know, I mean, like, True. Babe wasn't using steroids, but he was also only having to face white guys because the game was segregated and minorities couldn't play. Like, right. so, so you don't hear too many people saying like, oh man, Babe Ruth's record should have an asterisk or a lot of those pre-integration records should have asterisks. But like, I mean, so, I, I think that could be considered at least. Well, yeah, I, I can understand that one, but I think that's why I think Roger Maris's is so big. Mm -hmm. Like even right now, the fact that, you know, he's at 60 Everybody talks about Maris. They don't talk about Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. They just well, talk I think about part Maris. Of that is because, and part of the reason I would say that there should be an asterisk is because in all likelihood, 70 is unreachable, not on steroids. Like in, especially like today's game analytics, like guys not using steroids, you're not going to hit 70. Like, I mean, I guess there's a chance. What does judge have 13 games left? Something 15. like that. 15. Well, 14 and after tonight. After tonight he has 14 games left. He would need 13 home runs to catch bonds, right? Um, 13 or 14, 13 to tie. I think 14 13 to tie. Yep. Um. So like, technically it's possible but like realistically is he going to hit 13 games and 13 home runs in 14 and a half games probably not like and i just can't see 73 getting reached without steroids 
And so I think there should be a place like we don't want to just wipe away the record, but I think there should be a category of non-steroid era or an asterisk or something along those lines, because like judge is having a ridiculous season. I mean, you know, you're looking at like right now he's in the lead for the triple crown because what after last night he passed um, whoever the Red Sox is in average. And so he's got the highest batting average, the most RBIs and the most home runs. Like, so it's not that he's just hitting home run. Like, he's hitting for average, you know, how, like, how can you ask for much more? And we've seen, like, I've not seen home runs like this in my lifetime that I remember because I was young when Bonds and Sosa and McGuire were hitting home runs. Um, like, I, I think, you know, I'm not going to go and say it's definitely the new record, but, like, we need to think through categories in this. Yeah, I, I I thought it was funny today. Um, Max Kellerman on ESPN, I was listening to it on my way into work, and he was like, you know, Judge has got the triple crown right now in the set, but he almost has like a deuce crown because he's like a slugging percentage, on base percentage, walks, you know, war. He has all of it. There hasn't been a player to do what he has done yet. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, I like – Y'all know, Dylan knows how I feel on the Yankees. I gave Derek Jeter a lot of respect because he deserved a lot of respect. Yep. But Aaron Judge is doing something. I can't just say, yep, that, whatever. It's wild. I just have to watch and go, God. Yeah, no, and that conversation this offseason starts with a four. Oh, yeah, at least a four. Maybe more. Um, They won't. They want seven years. That's the number. Seven years. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, if you're the, if you're the Yankees, if you're the Yankees right now, you better walk in there high four with seven, and just hope he says okay, and that somebody like the Dodgers or somewhere else doesn't come up and say five. What you do is Steinbrenner needs to just sign a check, Let him put fill it Aaron in. Judge as the payee, <laughs> and just leave the rest of it blank. Like, I'd say, like, honestly. Here you go. Um, just just tell me what you want. No, because, yeah. look, you, you look, and every day I get up and I check the Yankee score. And then I say, oh, my goodness, to my wife. And she says, what? And I say, Judge hit another home run last night. Like, it, it's the routine. That's my morning routine is looking at judge hit another home run. Like it's ridiculous. And then you see his walks, you see his, as you said, on base, slugging, average, everything. Then you watch a game and you see him make plays in the outfield and you're just, what the heck? And then, and then here's the thing. And then you see an interview with him and you can't help but to like the guy. I, that's, yeah, that's my thing is, is, is he is, he is the new Derek Jeter for the Yankees. He is more worried about this team than worried about his accomplishment. He was set, like last night, he was so excited at Stanton's walk-off. He was more about that than his home run. He's worried about that now. But I guarantee well, you in the conversations this offseason start, he's going to be like, did you guys see what I did this year? Well, okay, yeah. I mean, I but the thing is, is, <laughs> Is, is during the season, he doesn't care. 
once the season's over, it's done. So, all right. Like I said, we will be monitoring this during the podcast. If he does hit something, one of us will shout it out. The other thing I want to talk about is um, it's not as wholesome and nice. Uh, the Phoenix Suns owner was suspended last week for one season, one whole year from the Mercury and the Suns, not allowed to do anything with the team or at all. Uh, during this last week, he has lost a lot of sponsorships for the team. Um, people in the in the league have said they don't want to play for him, all this kind of stuff. So today he ended up plan, announcing his plans to sell the Suns and the Mercury. The estimated value is about $1.8 billion. And the first name that comes on is Bezos. He wants a team. Now, he wants an NFL team, but I think he'd take an NBA team. What's y'all's thoughts on the Phoenix Suns, which is a pretty solid team in the league right now, having to go through all this? I'll just say I'm glad he's going to sell. Like I think it's good for the NBA. I think it's good for, I think it's good for America. I think like, like from everything I've heard, that guy is despicable. The the things he said are inexcusable. Um, and and just because you're a rich white guy with power does not mean you can say things like that and just yep. get away with it. And I'm really, I mean, maybe maybe he can run for president and that'll work. But uh, we're just going to keep moving on and say you you should not be able to say things like that about women, about minorities, and continue to have that position. Um, and I just, I I'm just, thankful he's going to sell. Like I was kind of disappointed with the only one year ban. Um, I can't say I was surprised. I mean, I, I think we're seeing the same thing with. I mean, aren't we seeing it in the NFL with Daniel Snyder? Um, well, yeah, but he's still maybe, maybe there's less racial stuff there, but still the the sexist stuff and just the completely inappropriate comments and conduct. But he's not getting anything, um, you know. And so I was kind of disappointed when I saw the one year ban. I got what Adam Silver was saying. I understand it, but I don't like it. No. And so when I saw that news today that, that Sarver is going to sell, I'm glad because I know I know Chris is a Phoenix Suns fan. So if Chris can be on next week, it would be interesting to ask him. Yep. But I know like I struggle. My brother is a big Commanders fan. I struggle to root for the Commanders right now because of Dan Snyder. And like I, I like I like the Phoenix Suns because I, I think Chris Paul is funny and I like DeAndre Ayton and I like Devin Booker and I like to root for the Suns because Chris likes the Suns. But like man, he, knowing all that about Sarver, it would have been hard to root for that team. So I'm glad. Like I don't know if I want Bezos to own him. I'm just glad Sarver is not going to. Yeah. Bill, you got anything you want to add with that one? No, I mean it's just, I mean. It's what it's what seems to be the norm right now with with owners. I mean, I feel like every few years there's a new owner that's kicked out for some from workplace misconduct in some form or another, whether that's like authoritarianism or sexism or racism or whatever. So it's 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 almost makes you a little numb to it because you just kind of expect it. Uh, uh so i'm glad that they that they dealt with it it's done uh i kind of agree i don't think i want bezos owning a team and it makes more sense for him to own a football team knowing that he so. now owns thursday night football but 
<clears throat> I don't know if he can. I mean, it just depends too, like how involved, like, I don't know. I just don't, it's always weird to me to, to have people who like don't really know sports or you don't think know a whole lot about sports owning a team. Because, yeah, I don't know. Uh, depending, what on, depending on the level of involvement that they plan to have, depending on the level of involvement they plan to have. Yeah. Like if you're just owning a team as like a, just another investment opportunity and you're just going to let the team kind of operate majority like as is like cool but like if you don't know what the sport is or you're not like super in-depth on it i feel like it's a little odd to do it. and bezos might just want another way to make more billions of dollars <laughs> than yeah. he already has so i don't know i don't really care i don't really get much into ownership there's only one owner in sports really that seems to influence things and that's jerry jones most owners kind of work behind the scenes and or not at all. They just kind of let the team do their thing. So, yeah, I, it doesn't I think really affect one me thing too much. to note though is like, would you say that Steve Ballmer owning the Clippers was a good or bad thing? I mean, it's good because he's a meme. Dude's like one of the most Steve Ballmer I've ever seen in my life. I look at it in a sense of Steve <laughs> but, Ballmer. But like it de- owners are good when they're like, so basketball specifically. Your team has a higher probability of success when your owner is willing to shell out money. When your owner is rich and they're willing to shell out money, like the Warriors, for example, they said yeah, they shell out a, a ton of money every year for luxury tax. Steve Ballmer, I think, is in the luxury tax, but they got like money on money on money. That's stupid. That they have no, they have nothing to buy, use it on, and therefore they can just drop it on lux- luxury tax stuff. so like in that regard yeah that's fu- like that's good but like to me an owner of a team doesn't really affect my life too much uh, i will say I, this I, honestly i want somebody who's not going to be cheap yeah and like if bezos will be that guy i i don't really like you said i mean I, like my thing is it's not i'm not oh i hope bezos doesn't own it or like oh i hope bezos does own it i just want somebody who's not going to be cheap like, imagine if we could get rid of some of these MLB owners who aren't willing to pay to field a team and like then the A's or the throwing Rays trash or out there. Like, I mean, like him or hate him, Steve Cohen's kind of interesting what he's doing with the Mets. Um, he's not afraid to spend money. And, like, I'm kind the of Dodgers, glad. Made things the Dodgers ownership group. Yep. Yeah, I think for me, I don't know if Bezos can own an NFL team since he does have rights to Thursday night football, but I, I, that's why I think his name's coming up with the NBA. But I think like to your point, the, the owner doesn't have to really know the sport as much as just willing to help that team go on. Um, Just like, you know, like Ryan Reynolds buying Wrexham AFC. Mm. Why? Just because he likes soccer. I don't know, but all right. So we're going to switch over to our normal talks this season that is going to be every week. That is the NFL because we are all NFL major fans. Um, Josh, I'm going to start with you since you haven't been on last week. What was your biggest shock of week two? Oh, and that man. doesn't have to be bad. It could be good. Okay. So it's hard to narrow down one. I think we could talk about like the jets and Joe Flacco, like what the heck's going on there. That's a bit shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about Tua leading that comeback. Like that's pretty shocking. Yeah. Um, we could talk about how bad I actually feel for Chris Nockin right now because the <laughs> suck. 
Like, yeah, they came back to beat the tight the Texans, but like it's they the came Texans. back to beat the Texans. That that's yeah. wrong. But honestly, I think my biggest shock is the uh, the Indianapolis Colts getting shut out by Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, because from everything I heard, it was I, Carson I mean, Wentz, right? The problem he was, was Carson Wentz. Like they awful. lost. They yeah. lost to the Jaguars last year because of Carson Wentz. And so, like, I don't know if they lost to the Jaguars this year because of Carson Wentz. They didn't score any points this year because of Carson Wentz. Like, what happened to the Colts? You tie the Texans and lose to the Jaguars? You should be 2-0 and against this division. You have Matt Ryan. You have Jonathan Taylor. Like, oh, my gosh, JT, the MVP. Like, wh- where? Like, what? what, you know... Did your MVP get you zero points against the Jaguars? Like I, I, I don't, like that to me was honestly through two weeks. That is probably the most stunning thing to me that the Colts are o one and one, having gone against the Texans and the Jaguars. And now, like I'm gonna have to stop picking them because I definitely picked them. In, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. All right, Joe, uh, before I say my, what is your biggest uh, shocker of week two? Well, I'm not going to belabor it too much, but I'm going to hop on for a hot second on what Josh said and uh, agree with him. Uh, I think the fact that last year Carson Wentz was, and I said it all offseason, Carson Wentz was not the problem. Carson Wentz had a top 10 QBR. He only turned the ball over. He only had seven interceptions. He had 20-some-odd touchdowns. He threw for, I forget, was it 4,000 yards or close to it? Uh, And then, oh, Matt Ryan's the savior. Matt Ryan's the greatest. He's such an upgrade. Well, where is it? Like, I, I would like you to tell me where that is. My question is, is it is, is if Carson Wentz looks this, you know, like everybody's little Matt Ryan's now, does that make it the coaches? Oh, it's, it's completely, I mean, it's not on only on Frank Reich, but Frank Reich sold like scapegoated the heck out of Carson Wentz. Like he sold out Carson Wentz so fast. Oh, it yeah. was not even funny. Uh, and so just the, the, you, you would think, that you got competent quarterback play last year, something that you hadn't had since Andrew Luck, really. I mean, you had it in Phillip Rivers. You not not a team does not just gel like overnight. Like nope. you need some time. And they played really well. There was a period of time last year where we said the Colts could be a Super Bowl team. And this yeah. year, with a lot of the same people, we're saying. They might not win the division. The Jacksonville Jaguars might win the division. And that's not to hate on the Jaguars. The Jaguars look stinking good. And I don't know. That's not what I want to talk about, though. Uh, I want to talk about Monday night. And you might think, well, Dylan's going to talk about the Bills. And I want to. But you're wrong. I'm not going to. I'm going to talk about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has looked unbelievable this year he has looked like a guy who has taken an, a, a leap like a very big leap and you might look at his stats and say well he's only thrown one touchdown you're right he has only thrown one touchdown but he leads the league in yards per attempt he's one of the tops in in um 
completion percentage. He throw he's thrown for he's he's probably I think top half in yards per game throwing the football, but he's also rushed for almost 150. He's rushed for three touchdowns. He's played just unbelievable football, and you've seen the growth of him as a passer. He's I think I saw heard a stat this offseason that he only threw the ball over the middle of the field between the hashes, like I think it was 10 or 18 times last year for the whole season. That is not a lot. But what, what I've seen is his, uh, his ability, especially with the addition of A.J. Brown, who is amazing over the middle of the field, is hitting the middle of the field, hitting the middle of the field. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard. And then he hits those deep balls. He's a great deep ball thrower. He was already a great deep ball thrower, but he's hitting those deep balls. He's making plays. He's staying in the pocket. He's just looked really good. And I think that there's a at least two games in, I think Jalen Hurts has show is given the the front office a to a pause to say, this might be our future. Yeah. And if that's the case, they have two first round picks this year and that is that you can trade to get some asset or trade to get some proven players or you get two more young guys two more first rounders and you can inject them into your team that's already super good already super deep uh they have probably the best o-line in the nfl and they're deep at that o-line yep like they're they've got their start their backups could be starters yeah they yeah so so they're they're set up for a lot of success if Jalen Hurts continues to to ascend. If Jalen Hurts just stays here, he's the future in my opinion. He he's a quarterback I think you could win with. I could agree with that one. I think for me, I think the biggest issue is if if he does say that is I would love to have a solidified more a better running back. I like Sanders. I like Scott. I just they're not impactful. So they have great games, just not impact. Bijan Robinson. <laughs> so, all right, here is my shocker. Um, it's the um, who was who was in the Super Bowl this past year? It was the LA Rams and this other team that everybody expected to be just great this season, uh, and they're zero and two, and their quarterback can't stand upright. Because the offensive the line is just kitty cats. Is that who you're talking yeah, about? That, they're, they're, yeah. They're soft. They're soft. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not going to like, I'm not going after the Cowboys when I said it, but we said this before the, the podcast. Cooper Rush looked like an actual NFL quarterback against a team that he should have, it shouldn't have happened. Um, my issue is, is just, Whatever this is needs to be uprighted, fixed, rooted, whatever, and, and just I don't know. Like you can't go on the rest of this season. You can't be from worst to first, or from first, you know, in, in the division to worst team in the NFL, um, and and expect you as a coach to be there next year expect as a whole like organization that like just not get gutted. I mean, they're playing the Jets this week. You would think this is a game for them to kind of write themselves. But like Josh said at the beginning is Flacco looks good. 
Now, granted, it's Joe Flacco. There's a reason he's been a backup since he won the Super Bowl. But, you know, they still have they still have players. Brees Hall is playing well. They have weapons. If Since he starts 0-3, what do you do? So that's mine. That's my shock. But I do have one question for Dill. Um, you're a Bucks fan. We all know this. We've had this conversation. What happened? Did, did Marshawn Lattimore get under Tom Brady and, and, and you know his skin and 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 just what happened? I watched the game. Well, you have to watch all the Bucks Saints games to kind of understand the uh, the, the backstory, the but, animosity. Yeah, but. I don't think there's anyone in the NFL that hates each other more than Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. <laughs> they, they cannot stand each other. Um, but, I mean, I'm not going to say conflict of interest, but the, the, the conduct guy that upheld Evans' suspension today was a former Packer. Granted, the other option to weigh in on that was a former Buck. So there was... It was it was either Derek Brooks or Thrasher from the Packers. So it was there wasn't really, and I say conflict of interest because the Bucks play the Packers this week. So I don't know, but I mean, I I kind of respect what Mike Evans was trying to do because he was trying to stick up for Tom and Lenny. But the fact that Tom Brady got went through this unscathed is kind of funny because Tom Brady's <laughs> instigated this thing. And, I, I just that's what my thing is. Well, I, well, him and Lattimore were going at it because well, Lattimore said the first thing. Lattimore yeah, no, turned that's the thing. To, people are saying that Tom Brady started it. Tom Brady was going after the referee because I think that's pass interference. Like then, he he shoved him out of bounds. I think that's pass interference on Lattimore. Brady is going after the official, and as Brady is walking past Lattimore, Lattimore starts it with Brady. And then Brady turns to him and Lattimore kind of hits at him. And then Fournette comes in because as soon as a guy makes any move at Tom Brady, you got to protect him. Like, I think this is on Lattimore. And then I loved the fact that Mike Evans blindsided him. That was just beautiful. Um, well, it wasn't everybody's like, oh, Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. Like, I think Tom Brady's going at the ref, not at Lattimore. That's what well, it looked like to me. Well, no, I agree. I think Lattimore was the one that, like, Lattimore said something to Brady, and Brady goes after him and says something back. Then Lenny inserts himself into it and throws the punt or, like, the push, and then Lattimore goes after him, and then Evans comes and clears Lattimore. Um, I don't know. I don't think it deserved a, a, a suspension, personally, uh, because there's been a lot of fights and ejections. But – uh, Jalen Ramsey and AJ Green a few years ago. Jalen Ramsey literally put the man in a chokehold and threw him to the ground. J- AJ Green pops up, th- throws him to the ground, and starts swinging on him. And they both get ejected, and they're not suspended another game. Uh, and so, I don't know. I don't think that they should have warranted a suspension, but maybe that's bias, and I'll admit that. But I just, I think a hefty fine would have done it. Because Lattimore wasn't Lattimore wasn't suspended, like he was the one that instigated it. Well, I love how they called it a cheap shot by Mike Evans. That's why the suspension was upheld. No, oh, whatever. It wasn't as cheap as the shot that Evans took on Lattimore a few years ago. 
that, but, that was a cheap that warranted a suspension this one didn't so all right i just had to get that in there um so on that note we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about week three it's uh starting tomorrow and it's going to be fun be right back all right guys we are back and we're going to go into week three we're going to preview the games like we did last week and start talking about a little bit about what we're looking forward to each game and then make our picks so with that dylan you are now taking over all right as always uh give an update last week uh after week one i led then Ty, Dad, you and Chris tied for second. Josh was in last place. Wait, uh, I thought after, it was me and Josh were in second and Chris was in last place. No, I think no, I was in Josh last place. was in last place. Okay. Um, after this last week, uh, Dad, you and Chris finished 10 and 6. I finished, Me and Josh finished 9 and 7. So going into week three, there's a three-way tie between you, me, and Chris. And Josh is like two games behind. Uh, uh, I, I, we're 18, 13, and one, and Josh is 16, 15, and one. So not that big of a gap. Um, it's still early in the season. Uh, usually but with it, that, huh? It usually doesn't come big gaps. Usually don't come in. Chris doesn't start falling off until about week five, week six. No, it just takes it takes Chris to be behind like two games, and then he panics. <laughs> and thinks he has to make some like all of his picks have to be picks. upsets, and then he, he always has to he, ha- he always has to pick the Bears. Bears are going to win it all. They're going undefeated. Yes. Always the Bears, and this year it's always against the Saints. Yes, that's, that's true. Uh, uh, but all right, with that we'll go to Week One or Game One of the week, and that is Thursday Night Football: Steelers at the Browns. Uh, Josh, I'll start with you. Uh, where what are you looking forward to in this game? And Hold off on your pick. Yeah, I think we were talking during the break some about like Mitch Trubisky. And yeah, I guess Ty was saying one of the ESPN shows today, they were talking about should they replace Mitch with Kenny Pickett? Um, I don't think like Mitch, everybody's talking about Mitch. What, where, where's Najee Harris been? Like where, where's the offensive line been? You know, we're wanting to blame Mitch because they drafted a backup but like if we had drafted a backup running back, would we then be acknowledging that Harris hasn't played that well this season? Like, I don't know. Um, so I think it's interesting. It's really a shame TJ Watt is out. I guess Jadavian Clowney is out for the Browns as well. But can the Steelers offense get it going? Um, and will the defense still hold strong against that Browns, especially the Browns rushing offense? Because I'm not that scared about their their passing. Yeah, what are you looking forward to in this game? Uh, I, well, you know, Josh just kind of, clean, you know, kicked into it, you know, with TJ Watt out, this defense isn't looking as strong as they used to, um, which, you know, the running game for the Browns has been really well. Um, I mean, not crazy great, but they've, it, it's been what's holding them together right now. Um, Jacoby Brissett's playing pretty good as a QB, but nothing like solid, that, you know, we're not sitting there talking about him like we are, you know, we, we could talk about Cooper Rush. I don't know. Um, but I think Miles Garrett's going to have a great game. I, you know, that O-line for the Pittsburgh Steelers is not going to be good enough to stop him. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the running game for the Browns and the defense for the Browns is going to look like against, you know, I don't blame Mitch Trubisky right now. I can't. 
there's other factors in this, but I just feel bad for him because you know it's his head's going to be on the spike if if they don't win. It's going to be him. It's going to be his fault. He's the scapegoat right now. So, what about you, Dill? Uh, I'm just looking forward to the Browns to see how they respond after last week and their loss to the Jets. I am the only one who picked the Jets to win that game. Uh, so I feel vindicated. However, it did not look pretty with two minutes left. Um, but the I want to see how they respond because that's kind of a heartbreaking loss. If Nick Chubb goes down, they win the game. If he doesn't score, they win the game. Uh, but they scored. The Jets go down and score real quick with Corey Davis and then get an onside kick and then go down and score with Garrett Wilson. Um, but they, the Browns just – they've scored a lot of points, but they've also allowed a lot of points. They allowed 24 points to the Panthers in week one. They allowed 31 points to the Jets in week two. I want to see how they respond after a deflating loss to the Jets against a division opponent uh, in this game. Uh, but I'll go to y'all's picks. Uh, Dad, I'll go with you, and then Josh. That's how we'll go through the rest of the games. Dad, who do you have? I'm going to have to take the – I mean, I just said it. I'm going to take the Browns. Um, I don't really want to, but I just think the running game is going to just destroy it. So, Browns. Josh, where are you taking? Yeah, my my heart's saying Pittsburgh, but my head has to go with the Browns. They Offense and defense, they've just been playing too well this year, and Pittsburgh hasn't shown me anything yet. Chris took the Browns. I am actually taking the Steelers. I think the Steelers win this. I think I, I think Mitch Trubisky has a, a really nice game, a uh, really nice game this week. Uh, next game is the Bills at the Dolphins. Uh, Dad, what are you looking forward to in this Bills-Dolphins game? How good Tua really is. The Bills' defense has just destroyed every quarterback that they've gone against so far this season. I mean, yes, it's only two games. It's only a two-game you know, sample, but they just look very, very dominant. Um, Tua looked really good last week. I'm curious to see if he can actually make that team look that way again. Um, they have, you know, the fast receiver thing has worked for him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like the Bills' corners, but I don't know if they're fast enough to keep up. So I'm curious to see if he can at least get the ball out in time. So uh, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm, making I mean, I'm not even going to no, talk about Diggs, Allen, because that's just expected. I don't, think there's any, I don't think there's any corner that can keep up with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but no. that's neither. Maybe Eric Stokes. Uh, Josh, what are you looking forward to in this game? Yeah, I mean, I think can you – know, what will the, the Dolphins' offense look like? Two has been playing great, as Ty said, um, but, man, like the, the Bills have a top defense. So, and, you know, whether or not the Bills can stop the Dolphins, I think the question might end up being can the Dolphins stop the Bills? Even if the Dolphins do score, like can you stop the Bills from scoring? Nobody has so far. So um, how, how high can this score go? Yeah, I'm looking for just to see the Bills keep rolling offensively. I mean, Miami allowed 300-plus passing yards to Lamar last week uh, and 120 on the ground. So I'm a little interested to see how uh, 
if if Josh Allen and the, I mean Josh Allen put over 300 yards and four touchdowns in less than three quarters last week against the Titans, who was supposed to be a really hard nosed defense and a really tough defense. So we're going to see them continue to roll. Uh, I don't have to give my pick. It's pretty obvious where I'm going. How many, uh, how Dad, many rushing yards? How many rushing yards did Derrick Henry have last week? Uh, 23. I think like 20, yeah, 20 something. Yeah. 13 carries, 23 yards. Hmm. Okay. Malik, uh, Malik Willis came in the game, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. I'm going Bills. I love oh, the Dolphins. Were... I'm going Bills. Yeah. Chris went Bills as well. Um, we're going to go to my neck of the woods uh, Packers at Bucks. Josh, what are you looking forward to in this game? Um, do the Bucks have. Yeah, you said Packers Bucks. Um, that's the one we're doing next. Do the do the Bucks have any healthy wide receivers? I think that's an interesting question. Um, the Packers, even though Rodgers may not have had the best game, the Packers got their offense kind of going this week. Um, will it continue against the Bucks defense? Dad, what are you looking forward to? I'm just gonna look for wide receiver play on both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, who is gonna be? You know, you don't have a WR one or WR two right now officially for the Bucks, you know, you're filling in those gaps. Um and you like like Josh said, the the receivers start looking better. Rogers didn't look as good as he was supposed to. I just want to see the wide receiver play. Um this, these defenses are both supposed to be really good. Um the Bucks have shown pretty good defense already. Packers haven't. So maybe that can be a good thing for the, the wide receiver play in, in Tampa, but I'm just that's what I'm looking for. Also, just one other note um, quickly. If I knew that you could get passing touchdowns by snapping the ball and tossing the ball two feet forward, maybe I could have been an NFL quarterback, but just saying. Uh, yeah. Pike. Uh, yeah, um, I am looking forward to the Bucks defense, uh, specifically their front seven against the Packers front set or offensive line. Uh, their O-line has not been that good this this year so far. They got Eldon Jenkins back last week, but the Bears had three sacks and a, a, a decent amount more pressures on Rodgers last week. And the Bucks have, I believe, lead the league in sacks or really close to it. Um, so I'm really interested to see how the Bucs uh, front seven uh, go against the, the, the Packers O-line and how much pressure we can generate on uh, – on, uh, on Rodgers and and what that helps us in the back end because I'm honestly not that scared of their wide receivers right now so we can generate pressure speed up Rodgers I think we can force some turnovers because we I think we also lead the league in turnovers so far uh, or tied for the league lead in turnovers uh courtesy to Jameis Winston being Jameis Winston last week and throwing three fourth quarter interceptions uh but nonetheless we we caught them and and they we won the game. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, Dad, where are you going for in this game? What's your pick? Um, uh, I'm going to go Bucks. I really don't want to, but I'm going to go Bucks. I, I think it's a toss up, but I'm going to go Packers. I think we Bucks. All right. Next is a game of honestly trash um the texans at the bears uh, <laughs> dad what are you looking forward to in this game not trash um i you know what i will say it this way um 
Mills has looked pretty good. I would like to see Pierce actually kind of step up as a running back. I, I put him as a high. I thought he was going to be a better one. Hasn't really panned out so far. Um, for Houston, Chicago, I'm looking for just – I don't know what I'm looking for. Justin Fields is, is supposed to be better. He has played better. He has played better. But Chicago just doesn't look good. They won game one because of a, a typhoon, not because they actually played well. So I, 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 that's what I'm looking for. Josh, what are you looking for, Chief? Uh, can the, the Bears passing offense do anything? Um, and can either team win this, or might it be another tie? That's about <laughs> it. I, I give, I I'll give you a guess. Maybe you saw this on or heard this in the last few days. How many passing attempts do you think the Bears have had in two games? 30. Wasn't it like 29? 28. 28. 28. How do you how do you play in an NFL that this day and age and have 28 passing attempts in two weeks? That is that is ridiculous. Um, nonetheless, Dad, who or what are you picking for this game? Uh, a tie. I was gonna joke and say if someone picks a tie and they they tie, I'd give them like fifty bucks or something. That'd be pretty impressive. <laughs> but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I I don't know. Um, Houston, I guess. I don't know. Josh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bears. I'm gonna take the Texans. Chris, as always, takes the Bears. Uh, the next game is the Raiders at the Titans. Josh, what do you think about this game? Is there anything you were keying in on for this game? A battle of 0-2 yeah. teams, actually. Can, can Devontae Adams catch more than two balls? Um, that was very frustrating to me. Um, yeah, I at least get a third, something. Um, no, I, I think, you know, Derrick Henry hasn't played well, but – I'm looking, do the Raiders' offense get going, and um, can they finally win a game? Yeah. Yeah, what are you, what are you looking forward to in this game? I'm just going to go with, is the, the Vegas offense that, you know, we all expected Derek Carr to be like this. This is, this is the time for him to have the next step. This is the time for him to be the next, you know, this elite QB. Um, and, and yeah, um, I'm going to look for him to, I expect him to do this. I expect this team to turn this around right now. Uh, Dylan, are you there? Dylan. You seem muted. Oh yeah. Sorry. I muted myself. Um, I forgot to unmute myself. I am looking forward to the Raiders, um, and what if they're able to to finish games? They they had the chance to win last week. They were up twenty three to zero on the Cardinals and lost. <laughs> that is uh, pretty pretty ridiculous. Uh, and so the Raiders, I liked. I didn't think they were. I thought they might have made the playoffs. But right now they're fighting to be just like relevant in that division uh, after an zero and two start. Um, and so I, I want to see how they, they play this week because if they start 0-3, they have no chance to make the playoffs in the AFC, I don't think. 
unless they get insanely hot. But I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, what? So, what are you? Where are you guys going with your picks, Dad? Where are you going? Raiders. Josh. Raiders. All right, it's a clean sweep there. Chris also picked the Raiders. We're gonna go to the Chiefs and the Colts. Uh, Dad, is there anything you are looking out for in this game? Um, other than the Colts the, to score a point. Are the Chiefs going to just write in the W and not show up? I, yeah, I I don't know what it is. We talked about it earlier. I don't know what it is with this team with the Colts. Uh, you know, you're supposed to have the the best running back, a better quarterback. I know Pittman, their best receiver is down, but that doesn't mean that they go to nothing. So, I mean, plus that defense was supposed to be a lot better than it's playing. So, I don't know. I, I, I feel bad for Colts fans right now because KC's going to put something on them. Yeah, Josh, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I don't know how much I trust the Chiefs' defense, um, especially their rushing defense. I'm just not sure. Chris Jones is good, but I don't know that the Colts are going to get the chance to run the ball that much. Um, if if they get in a slugfest, I just don't think the Colts can stay with them. So I just think, you know, interesting to see, can the Colts hang with them through the first half, or does this get ugly? Yeah, I lean towards this gets probably ugly. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see a path at the moment until the Colts show me that they can score and actually function like a normal team on offense. Uh, I, and, and that's coming from me who loves the Colts and I thought that they were going to win the division. I think we all picked them to win the division yep. this year. Yep. Uh, and so it's just, it's, it's kind of embarrassing how bad they're playing right now. And I, I just want to see them be competent. Like, I just want them to put a competent offensive team out on the field. Can that's we, all. I, I don't think that's too much to ask, but through two weeks, it looks like a lot. And I'm not putting it. I'm not going to tell you my pick. Just, I mean, we can just go to the next game. Uh, yeah, Chiefs. I'm assuming that's the Chiefs. Uh, uh, the next game is a interesting game, at least to me, uh, and that is the Lions at the Vikings. Uh, Dad, what are you thinking about? Or who? Yeah, I don't remember who I started with. Who did I start with last? Dad just me. Go. Yeah, okay. Uh, I am liking what Devontae Swift's been doing. Um, I like how Goff's playing. But the defense for Detroit has been well. It's been it's uh, better. I'm just curious to see if they can do something to, to disrupt Kirk Cousins to get that ball out of his hands to, you know, Justin Jefferson. Um, Devontae, you know, they've got to run that ball, they've got to do something. Um, I, you I honestly, Devontae. Think, who's Devontae? I, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, but I, well, I'm just sorry, just keep going here because now you, I'm brain farting. Um, I think this is going to be a, a better slugfest than most people expected it to be. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, everybody thought Detroit was going to be this just joke, and they've come out playing well. Um, Amon Ross and Brown. Great receiver. We thought we saw it. We talked about it last year. He's just picked up where he left off. Um, I think this Detroit team's a lot better than most people were going to give him. We gave him credit for. I really do. Josh, what are you looking forward to in this game? Yeah, um, I I just love what the Lions have been doing, specifically on offense. Um, 
but I still have a lot of questions about their defense. However, if they can get the lead, if they can get ahead and then start putting pressure on Kirk Cousins, um, you know, I, I like Kirk Cousins at times, but man, I don't believe in him. And so if Aiden Hutchinson can get in there a few times, you might be able to force a turnover or two. And I, I, it's hard to say it after what we saw week one, but after week two, can you trust the Vikings? I, I think the Lions can take this. Yeah, I, I, Aiden Hutchinson, three sacks last week in the first half, which was impressive. Um, I, I'm looking to see how the Vikings offense bounces back if they do. Because uh, week one, they looked unbelievable. They looked really good. And then week two, they, they laid an egg. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to see if they can bounce back. I thought that I saw this interesting stat. The league average for yards per carry uh, is, I think, 4.4 yards per carry right now uh, for the league. You know how much the the Vite or the 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 Lions are averaging yards per carry before the before contact right now, four point six, before they're touched, not just per carry before they're touched on a carry. That is unbelievable offensive line play and unbelievable running back play. Um, so I think I think that I thought that was a pretty interesting stat. Uh, nonetheless, Dad, where are you going with this pick? Mm-hmm. I'm going with Detroit. Josh? I wanted the Lions last week. I talked myself out of it. I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going Detroit. I'm – Chris took the Lions as well. I'm going with the Vikings. You can call me a meme of myself. Uh, I might change this pick. Uh, this is a really tough game for me to pick, though, to be honest. I think this could be a really close game. But I'm, I'm going with the Vikings at the moment. Uh, next game is the Ravens at the Patriots. Josh, what are you looking forward to in this game? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Lamar actually passed really well last week. Um, obviously, his rushing is incredible. He hit a couple different receivers, including Rashad Bateman. And I feel like the Patriots are, you know, fantastically mediocre. Um, so, you know, can the, the Ravens offense take advantage of, you know, like, I don't know. I guess the defense is okay, but they aren't what they used to be. Um, and then can the defense get a break against this team after getting lit up by, you know, I think some of those guys might still be on oxygen from trying to keep up with Tyreek and Jalen. Dad, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm just looking for better, I, you know, the improved quarterback play from Lamar. Um, New England, I think the only reason that they got that W was, just the whole offense of a Pittsburgh just was not there. Um, I don't think that they're actually playing better. I just think it was more of Pittsburgh not playing well. Uh, so I, I think Baltimore's going to have a real good – I think Lamar is going to have one of those games where it's going to make him look like an MVP candidate. Yeah, I'm looking for the Patriots offense to continue to improve. They looked better in week two than they did in week one. They didn't look as lost and incompetent as they did in week one. Uh, I, I, they had some improvement, so see some improvement there. Uh, Dad, where are you going with this pick? Baltimore. Josh? Baltimore. Me too. That's another clean sweep. Chris took Baltimore as well. The next game is the Bengals at the Jets. And if I – who would have got thought? And coming into this matchup, the Jets would have a better record than the Bengals. 
Dad, what are you looking forward to in this game? Who would have thought that coming into this matchup, the Jets would have been on the number two quarterback and have still have a better record than the Bengals? That's a good um, too. So that right there is my whole thought is, are the Bengals going to be that team this year that just falls and crumbles around it? They have all this talent offensively and even defensively. They were pretty good last year. They didn't change much. They actually improved their O-line, according to them. I, I just want to see if the Bengals can actually turn this around and, and keep her, you know, Burrow upright. Josh, what are you looking forward to in this game? Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that the Jets, with Joe Flacco as their quarterback, would have the third best passing attack in the NFL? Um, not me. That's, third? Yes, they're currently ranked third in their passing. In the NFL, not just the division. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I feel like that magic has to wear off. Um and then eventually the Bengals offense has to break through. They they are too talented. The offensive line should be better. Um, so is this the game that they break through? They're playing the Jets. And sure, the Jets are one and one. Their their offense has been better. Um, but is this the Bengals get right game? Yeah, I think selfishly, I want to see the the Jets just get the ball to Garrett Wilson a lot more. <laughs> I just want to, I think he's super talented. Um, and I think he's he just needs to get the ball a lot more. I know Josh would argue that Elijah Moore needs to get the ball a lot more, also selfishly, but <laughs> but uh that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh the so dad, where are you going to in this game with your pick? Uh I'm gonna go with Cincy. I'm I'm gonna hope that they actually fix it. Josh? I'm gonna go with the Bengals as well. Yeah, I am going there as well. Another clean sweep. Uh, the next game, uh, division matchup, Eagles at the Commanders. Josh, where are you looking forward to in this game? Man, it's the revenge game for Carson Wentz. Carson has been playing really well. Um, he's still the problem for Indianapolis, but he's not for Washington. So, um, you know, can can he keep it together against the Eagles and then can the Eagles or can the, the commanders slow down the Eagles offense that Jalen Hurts has firing on all cylinders, um, apparently trading for a franchise wide receiver instead of trading them away seems to work really well. Uh, somebody should have told the, the Titans, oh. but um, no, can the, the commanders slow down this, you know, pretty dynamic Philadelphia offense? Dad, what are you looking forward to? Uh, like Josh, I just want to see what Philly's going to keep doing. Um, Washington hasn't looked bad in game one, even game two. Um, Wins has looked pretty good, but I, I just, I mean, this Philly train is gone. So it, it's rolling fast. Yeah, I want to see for the commanders, whether they are able to specifically for Carson Wentz, is he able to protect the football against a really good Philly defense? Uh, Philly's defense, especially in the back, the like the, the defensive backfield, you've got Darius Slay, James Bradbury. Darius Slay had, I think, four pass breakups and two interceptions this past week against Ryan Tannehill. So I, I want to see if Carson Wentz can protect the football. 
uh, and, and be productive against a, a very, very tough Philly defense. Uh, Dad, what does that bring your pick to? Philly. Philly. Josh, what about you? I'm going to take Philly as well. Yeah, I'm going to take Philly as well. And jo- or Chris picked the Commanders, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Um, I think they could do it. it. They're a sneaky, sneaky team right there, but I think Philly. Yeah, I think I think the Commanders have a good offense, but their defense, there's a lot to be desired still. No Chase Young. Yeah, no Chase Young. Uh, Saints at the Panthers, this NFC South division rival, and that I will start with Dad. What are you looking forward to in this game? Um, I'm just expecting – okay, I'm in shock. Where is CMC in Carolina's offense? He hasn't been impactful. I don't know if that's just him or if it's the game plan. I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched too many plays on, like too many games. I've watched some highlights, but nothing really big. And I'm looking to see, I know Winston's hurt, but if he's going to walk into the game, he needs to play. Like he, he, he can't impact just because he's in this game. He has to, he can't, you know, be a, oh, I'm hurt, that's why I'm not playing well. No, then get out of the game because you're not helping the team. So I'm, I don't know. I'm just looking to see what, what, what Jameis actually does. If he goes back to old Jameis or is the new Jameis, I'm, I'm really curious to see what the plan is with CMC going forward. Well, CMC, I'll say real quick, he, he's been super efficient. They just haven't gotten him the ball. On a that's what I'm saying. It's he, the ball used to run through him. If he's on the field, there's where the ball goes. And it has a Josh, Josh, what are you looking forward to in, in this game? Yeah. Um, how does Jameis's injury affect him? And does he play controlled and calm or does he start forcing too much? Um, they looked great the first game. Last game got a lot uglier. Um, you know, they had some fight in them, but, you know, they, I don't know. Um, I think I think if Jameis plays well and the injury doesn't affect him, they win this game. Yeah, I'm looking for the for Baker Mayfield to become the Baker Mayfield we saw two years ago in in Cleveland when he led that team to the playoffs. Uh, he is not looking good at all. He's got barely above a 50 percent completion percentage. He's averaging less than 200 yards per game. He's just not. He's not being efficient, not being accurate, which is his calling card. He's an accurate quarterback, and he's just not being accurate. Um, so I want to see him step up. I want to give him some grace because he did get to the camp. He get he did get to camp halfway through camp, so he didn't have a full off season, a full camp to get to get uh, acclimated and whatnot. But it's week three. You kind of got to step on it if you're gonna if you want to have any chance at a playoff spot because they're 0-2 right now. Uh, Dad, where are you going with this pick? Saints. Josh? I'm going Saints. Me as well. Chris is going Panthers, predictably, in stubbornness as well. I'm just kidding. Uh, the, uh, the next game is the Jags at the Chargers. Both teams are 1-1. One one. Josh, what are you looking forward to in this game? Yeah, uh, the the health of Justin Herbert and the continued evolving of Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think that'll be the difference in the game. I'm the same. I think Trevor Lawrence has looked great. Uh, I love what James Robinson's even doing. ATN has not really been a factor yet um, because he's been playing well. 
Uh, Robinson's been playing well. And yeah, the, the health of, of Herbert is going to be the key to this to the Chargers moving forward as well. Yeah, I I really have liked the the Jaguars passing attack this so far this year. I just want to see how that continues to develop, how Trevor st- continues to to improve, uh, and how they utilize Christian Kirk. They've utilized him in the backfield and the slot on the outside. They've they've been pretty creative with him. So I'm I'm intrigued by that. Uh, where are you going with your picks, Dad? I'm gonna take is Herbert's playing this game, right? Uh, that's the expectation. All right, I'm going to have a right to change, but right now I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah, um, pending Herbert's health, I'm going to lean Chargers. I'm going Chargers, but if some – if I'm, I'm building this in. If the, char, the Chargers – if Justin Herbert does not play, my pick will automatically switch to the Jacks. I will be uh, the same way. If Herbert plays, I'm going Chargers. If Herbert doesn't, I'm going Jags. That's right. why I said health of Herbert makes a, a game for me. Chris has the Chargers in this one. Uh, the Rams at the Cardinals is the next game. Dad, what are you looking forward to? Um, rivalry game, you know, division set up. Uh, and just to see what, you know, it, it looked like, you know, Arizona is not really playing great. LLA has been playing okay. I mean, they haven't been playing great either. Week one, Bill, they lost. Week two, Falcons, they look great until the fourth quarter. Um I mean, they still won the game, but not by much. So I don't know really with this game. Um, I don't know really what I have a, a key piece to look forward to in this game. I think um, can Kyler play well during structured play? Like obviously off script, the guy's incredible, but in structured play, can can he play well? Although I see the Rams getting ahead in this game. And so that actually plays towards some of that off script play of Kyler Murray. But um, I think just he needs to prove more that he can play when you know, within a game script instead of just the backyard football. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for the the Rams to to improve and to to show that they're the Super Bowl champions from last year. They have the I think they're tied for fifth or sixth worst point differential through two weeks. <clears throat> they're negative seventeen in points differential. Uh, which is unreal. They played the Bills, though. They did, but they also played the Falcons and allowed 27 points and almost lost that game. So there's that, too. Uh, so I, I want to see them get back on track. Uh, Dad, where are you going with this pick? I'm going to go with the Rams. Josh? I'm going to go Rams. I as well. J- Chris is going Cardinals uh, with this pick. Um, I uh, Next game is... Dad, I'll start with you. Falcons at Seahawks. Um, I am happy that we, you know, we actually played the fourth quarter. We didn't mail it in um, in the last week. I'm hoping we can kind of just build on it. Uh, I like parts of our offense. Um, I'm just kind of hoping we can kind of keep building on it. We've kind of stayed in games even when we weren't supposed to be. So just that's what I'm looking for. Or Josh? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Falcons have played two very close games so far. They made a great comeback last week, but fell short. You know, I'm watching to see, can the Falcons actually win a game instead of just getting close? Yep, I agree. Yeah, the Falcons have a negative five point differential, so they have a better point differential than the the Rams, and they've been in their games, like you guys have said. I want to see if uh, the Falcons can incorporate 
their number four overall pick from last year in their passing attack, and that being Kyle Pitts, uh, I agree. because they have not utilized him at all. Um, Dad, I assume you're going Falcons. I am. Uh, Josh, where are you going? I'm going Falcons. Uh, as a clean sweep for the Falcons this week. Uh, the next game is the 49ers at the Broncos. Uh, Josh, where are you? What are you looking forward to in this game? Yeah. Um. Can Can Russ make anything that's edible? Um. Because if that guy's cooking, I'm not eating. Um. Like let's let's just be honest. Like let let's ride Sierra on over to another restaurant marriage. or something. Like um, I think Sierra cooks in that marriage. Dude. Yeah. No. Um. Like, I don't know if you heard that, Dylan, but let's ride on over to another restaurant. Um, because it, it is getting bad. No, like, like what's going on with them? Their defense looks great, but they, and honestly, their offense and their numbers, their stats aren't bad. They're top ten in overall offense in passing and in rushing because they get inside the red zone and then can't do diddly squat. Um, and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett just can't figure out how to call a play that's good uh they're passing a ton inside the red zone which like i thought we learned from you know before hand the ball off in the red zone when russ is your quarterback i don't know (laughs) i thought i learned that lesson um so like can they actually score points finally is what i'm looking for all right dad what are you looking for uh i'm looking to see if jimmy g coming into this game as now the starter because of trey lance's injury if they can actually make if, – if they're going to look, you know, how well they're going to look. Denver is – yeah. I mean, Josh hit everything on Denver. I think – I just would rather like – I'd like to see if San Francisco can start looking like a a cop – you know, a, a, a contender. I was hoping it would be with Trey Lance, you know, with him being 100. Now we have to look at it with Jimmy G. Yeah, I feel bad for Trey. Uh, that really – that hurt last week seeing him go down and now out for the season. Uh, I agree. I want to see if the 49ers are going to be what the 49ers have been for the last three, four years with Jimmy G or if he can evolve a little bit, but not looking forward to much. Uh, Dad, what are you, uh, what are you going with your pick here? I'm going to take San Francisco. Josh? Uh, Denver's defense. Denver's defense scares me a lot, but I'm leaning towards San Francisco. Yeah, 49ers. Let's ride. That's where we're going. I'm going here. Uh, Chris is obviously going with the Broncos. Uh, Monday Night Football, last game on the slate: Cowboys at Giants. Chad, uh, where are you going? What are you looking forward to in this game? This game, I'm just looking for to see if Cooper Rush really is a good QB. Um, and I'm not saying anything bad about him. He looked really good last week, but I mean, I, it's against a team in Cincinnati that hasn't looked well. Um, Giants have looked well. Uh, so I'm, know. I'm curious to see if this is an actual matchup or if Cooper Rush is not going to look great or if Daniel Jones is not going to look great. I, I don't know. I'm, this could be a good game. Honestly, it could be a great game um, for a Monday night game that I originally would have thought would have been a dumpster fire. So Josh, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I think there's a question as to whether Dak plays. Um, New York's defense, granted, they've played the Panthers and the Titans, but New York's defense has looked pretty good. Um, Brian Dable seems to be doing some stuff. Like, man, he's he's doing some stuff with those wide receivers that I don't completely understand, but he's got the offense working okay and the defense playing well. So, you know, is Dak going to be able to play, and can the Giants keep this surprising run going? 
Yeah, I uh, I'm looking forward to see uh, if the giant like yeah if the Giants can just stay on track and keep pressing forward. I think they've been really impressive so far this season. I mean, they haven't done anything to jump off the page on offense, but their defense has looked really good, and they've done that without Kayvon Thibodeau, their top five pick, uh, who's supposed to potentially be playing in this game. So, and Aziz Ojolari as well. And Aziz. So, yeah, I I, I'm, I, I really love the Bills, and so I, I've come to love Brian Dable, and I like what they're building here in, in New York. So, I, I, I kind of tend to go that way with and, and lean towards them. Um, jo, or Dad, where are you going with this pick? I'm going to take the Giants. Josh? I'm going to go with the Giants as well. I am too. That means the Giants are going to go 3-0. and Who would have thought to start the season that the Giants may go 3-0 and to start it? Uh, Chris went with the Cowgirls. Um, that's – his prerogative um yeah me too um i uh judge watch game ended yankees win 14 to 2 no judge homer so we wait another day two for four though so his average did go up a little bit more yep all right well i know guys we are out um we'll talk to you next week if you got anything to say to us like uh picks opinions anything like that please hit us up on our facebook page comment reach out to us let us know all right we'll talk to y'all next week